Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest installment of 10 Minutes on Brand. I'm Will Strawn, Chief Growth Officer here at Focus Lab. This week, I had the pleasure of being joined by Haley Bridges, brand strategist here at Focus Lab, to talk about brand attributes, what they are, why we use them, and how we utilize them throughout a branding exercise here at Focus Lab. With that, we'll go ahead and jump into our conversation. All right, Haley, thank you so much for joining me today on 10 Minutes on Brand. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. So the topic for today is brand attributes, and you are one of the most qualified people I know to talk about this because you dabble in brand attributes with basically every client project that you work on here at Focus Lab. But to get things started, would you mind giving us a quick definition of like what brand attributes are? Yes, I would love to. Thank you for that introduction. So brand attributes, simply put, are just another name for personality traits, um, but they are specific for brands. So they are the perceivable qualities or characteristics that exist in a brand's identity that you will feel when you are in a website or part of a brand experience. Okay. And then how do we utilize them as part of our branding process here at Focus Lab? Where do I start? Yeah. So in brand strategy, they are one of the very first things that we identify and land on with our clients. They are a foundational element for all of the work that we do in strategy. We use the brand attributes to gauge manifestations of the identities. When we have aligned on the unique definitions of those attributes and um, we're all on the same page with how they're functioning and, and what those definitions are, we start using them in all of the research and evaluation, because um, we want to find ways that we can express those um, where they're most powerful, where they're most impactful. That starts with when we're understanding who the audience is, what their needs are, and how those attributes can meet those needs. It comes into play in the competitive landscape when we're looking at how can attributes create distinction or create space among some of the saturation that we see with competitors. They, they start with week one and they carry us through the whole, the whole project. So we're referencing them every, every week as we go. Um, we do and we build on them. So they, they're part of our direction. When we write our strategic direction for the new identity, they're a key piece of that. And they also come into play in next steps when we have moved into both visual design and verbal identity. They stay top of mind. They inform and impact a lot of the work. So it's kind of like they keep the brand work as we're iterating through design and communications. They kind of keep everything on a nice pathway as to instead keep you from going outside of the the zones of what's appropriate for an attribute, I guess. Yeah, they do. And and that's a good point that you make, too, because we want consistency, right? So being able to settle and understand those personality traits or those attributes for a brand so early on allows us to create flexibility and expansion from them. And it really is as simple as how personality shows up in people and in interactions with just your day to day and why that matters. It's because uh, we want to have a nuanced conversation of brand apart from um, product or apart from function, just like there are people that you really relate to um, because of their certain qualities there are going to be customers that really relate to your brand aside from the product that you're selling them. 
And it's because of that intangible, that those qualities um, you put in your personality out. It's really important to to how we define a brand identity in that way. Uh, okay. And then at, at Focus Lab, I know we guide our clients through an attributes exercise. It's one of the first things they do with us. So I, I assume you've seen all types of attributes. Um, is there anything that you would say makes for a more effective attribute when trying to define these? Mm, yes. So the exercise uh, starts with I want to say like 65 or 70 qualities or, or titles of attributes. The client and our team works to whittle those down to find which ones are, are the most important to be perceived through the brand identity. And effectiveness comes into play when you're really looking at those attributes through the lens of your audience. How are those qualities going to be perceived? What are people going to pick up on um, in terms of how your personality is different? Are you saying something different? Do you look a little bit different? All of mm. that starts with attributes. So effectiveness really is about thinking about it in that way, but also in thinking about it apart from functionality or product-based qualities. There's a really cool dance that we get to witness in attributes, which is this authenticity versus aspiration. You really want your attributes to be true of who you are, but they should also stretch you. They should help you expand your definition of who you are and how you show up. It's a really cool thing to to be part of. Yeah, I love that. All right, Haley. So those are some really great examples of what makes a brand attribute effective. But do you have any examples um, that are not as helpful or maybe some examples that aren't as effective when selecting brand attributes? Yes, that's a great question. It's a common one that we get a lot. I think um, a good test for answering this is to ask yourself, would anyone else in my competitive space want to be this? Um, and if the answer is a resounding yes, everyone would, then it's probably not going to be super helpful in terms of creating an identity that's apart from them. An attribute that I think of a lot, especially when we work with B2B tech, is trusted, right? So would anyone else in your space not want to be trusted? Yeah, it's kind of like that's almost like table stakes for any brand. It's like at a certain level, you need to feel trusted. Yes, yes. You've got to push past those to uncover real personality. You've got to move past the cost of entry. When thinking of your brand attributes, try to avoid one that could be any of your competitors. And I guess that's a really good lens to think through, right? When you're selecting them, you know, could this be X, Y, and Z? And if the answer is yes, then you need to go one layer, maybe a, a layer deeper. So if we pull on that trusted example, say I'm a brand and, you know, being trustworthy is really important to me, but it's something that all of my other competitors could claim. What are some kind of one level below attributes that you may recommend or kind of point them towards? That's a great question. So for trusted, I think you have to ask yourself, what is the value behind that for your audience? So if it's really important for you to be trusted or trustworthy uh, to your audience, is that motivated by professionalism? Is trusted more emotional? Is it something about being a caregiver or safekeeping? All of those qualities or fears and needs um that can be unpacked from your audience's feelings and your audience lens, I think will help you dig deeper and help you get more specific and more unique into why trusted needs to show up in a different way than just table stakes. 
Okay, got it. Yeah, I love it. Are there any other attributes that you find that most companies want to perceive that we don't even offer as potential attributes these days? Yeah, we've had some really cool projects where we create words or we we will um you know find a a word that maybe wasn't part of the original exercise um but it has really uh powerful meaning for our clients um so yes the only rules we really want to stick to is that we can express them in both visual and verbal identity um and that we align on the definition so we love when um, we can push past like dictionary definitions of words and really make those ownable and unique because um, that makes the work more ownable and unique. Anything that we yeah. can do at, at the um, at the beginning to be able to really understand the uniqueness and the character of brands um, makes all of the difference. Gotcha. That's so fascinating. And then I, I think we've got time for one last question. So I'm going to try to sneak it in. Okay. Um, you know, we... At Focus Lab, we put a lot of emphasis into brand attributes, but we also um, have our clients conduct a brand archetypes, and we utilize those with specific aspects of the brand identity. So, um, how? What are the differences between attributes and archetypes? I love that question. Um, so they have aligned purposes, um, but where they differ is in that attributes are more specific to you. Because you are defining them, you get to create your definition of them. Archetypes are full characters or stories that already exist. They're familiar stories, eternal truths, things that you will already kind of have an inkling or, or an understanding of what they mean. So if I said something like the adventurer, you kind mm. of already know what those qualities and meanings would be. Attributes are very well-defined. Um, and they okay. carry more story. They follow more of a structure in that way. Um, okay. So at Focus Lab, the way you get to attributes and archetypes are different as well, just like you said. So attributes, uh, you have the visibility. You're choosing your own. But archetypes, uh, the archetype chooses you. You have a quiz where you fill out prompts and questions, and then you have a resulting answer of who your archetype is. Oh, okay. Uh, so we pair them together a lot, um, mm -hmm. and usually we're able to find some great commonality, some great overlap between the ways in which they can work together. In that way, they really create even more distinction and ownability. That's awesome. Well, perfect. Well, thanks so much, Haley. We're at our time. Thank you so much. I loved being here. Yes, let's do it again. Cool. All right, Haley. Cool. Take care.